Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. My name is Latasha Martin, and this is The Morning Message with a Biblical Foundation. And I just wanted to share with you that we're going to be in this story of David and Goliath until who knows when. And today our topic is called Success or Sidelines, Success or Sidelines. And so let me go ahead and open up in a word of prayer, and then we're going to jump into our message for today. Dear God, we thank you so much uh, for providing an opportunity for new perspective on a familiar story. Lord, I pray that as people hear this message about success or sidelines, if it resonates with them, that they just go into communion and into time with you to just have you speak to their hearts. And so, Lord, I pray today that you provide a transformational experience um, through me sharing my testimony and through me encouraging through the word and through the gospel, reminding us that we are all created for a purpose. We all can get stuck sometimes when we, uh, when we don't understand whose we are and why we were created. And so today I pray that as we go into this word, again, that it provides wisdom for the listeners as well as food to my soul. I thank you for all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. So today's topic is called Success or Sidelines. Now, I'm going to give the backdrop probably each day when I do this message. But then what I want to do is come out with a, a teaching that God is showing me about the character of David. And so the, the reference scripture, if you want to go back and read the whole story for yourself, comes out of 1 Samuel in the 17th chapter. I'm reading the NIV translation. And if you are with me today, and if this story and these, these examples that we use over the next couple of days resonate with you, I would encourage you to invite people into this Connect, Collaborate, Create community. And so I say thank you and welcome collaborators. And I want to also thank you whoever my new podcast listeners are, because it's growing over there. And I'm not sure why, because I'm doing nothing to promote the podcast. So let's jump into the topic for today. Today's topic is called Successor Sidelines. Now, this is the interesting thing about this. This morning, I woke up with this title on my mind, Heavy, Success and Sidelines. Success and Sidelines. And I think it's because Right now, um, many of you have been hearing me talk about the Get Naked With God Challenge um, that's connected to uh, helping people get unstuck when it comes to their career and having Christ as the center and helping them understand that they need people and they need processes and they can use technology to get unstuck when it comes to their career development. But this is the thing. Sometimes we know too much for our own good. And then what happens is, is we sit on the sidelines instead of having success. So when I was asking God, why was he laying this on my heart so heavy with success and sidelines is because some of us, again, I'm going to talk about Latasha. Maybe this is you. Maybe it's not. If it is you, give me a number one or some hearts, wherever you're tuning in from. But when we look at the, the story of David and Goliath, let me give you guys a little backdrop on David and Goliath. So now Jesse... So, well, let me go into the context of what we are speaking on today. With, with the story of D David and Goliath, there's a lot of things and a lot of teachable moments that happen in it. But the area that I want to focus on for today is the posture of what does it look like to see, to be, to be a person that's successful or a person that sits on the sidelines. 
So the story begins where it says in the first text, first, first verse, it says, now the Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled in Sokhan and Judea. They pitched camp, they pitched camp between Sok and Azaica. I'm probably saying it wrong. Saul and the Israelites assembled the camp in the valley of Allah and drew up their battle lines to meet the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill and the Israelites another with the valley between them. A champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. He was over nine feet tall. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shackles. On his legs, he wore brown greaves and bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod and the iron point weighed 600 shackles. His shield bared when he went ahead of him. Now, this is the thing. Every single morning, Goliath, okay, Goliath who comes out of the Philistine camp. So let me picture the story. There's two hills, there's a valley in between it. And these, these the Philistines are on one side, the Israelites are on the other side, right? And so every morning, Goliath will come out like a, like a bully. And he will come out because he was huge. He was this big, 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 um, this big, big person coming for war, right? Big, big soldier. He'd come out and he'd bully the Israelites every morning. Basically like, what y'all going to do? I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Well, basically like, what you going to do? And what would happen each morning, each day this would happen, the Israelites would like get scared of Goliath and just like shake, you know? So they were sitting there like, what, what we going to do, y'all? This, this, this beast, this man, this warrior is huge. But this is the thing. They were ready for war. Like they, they were ready for war. Like they had gear too. They had gear too. And then comes David, right? So David is the younger brother of three of the soldiers that are the Israelites. His father, Jesse, says to David, who's the shepherd, hey, I need you to take this food to your brothers and just take it to them and then see how they're doing come back and tell me how they're doing. That, that, that's your assignment, David. You're gonna go see your brothers. You're gonna say, hey, here's some food, here's some stuff. How you feeling, how you doing? And you're gonna come back and report to your dad, Jesse. Jesse was old. That's not what David did. That is not what David did. David did not struggle from imposter syndrome, which we're not gonna talk about today. But David did look at this story and said, there's two ways I can play this out. I can sit on the sidelines with these Israelites or I can have success, not because of who I am, but because of whose I am and I am prepared for this. And so David, David is not afraid. Matter of fact, David, when Goliath would come out in the morning would be like, what are y'all doing? Like, why are y'all sitting here punking out to Goliath? Like, I'm not seeing what you're seeing. And this is what God was the big idea for today. Some of us see with our natural eyes and some of us see with our spiritual eyes. There's like two people looking at the same scenario and situation. Motivations are probably different. We'll get into that, you know, later on. But they're looking at the same situation 
And one of the people is having success, which is David, because he's reminding himself that Goliath, hey, he ain't got nothing on me, not just because of me, but because like I've been prepared for this. I've been out there with the, in the shepherd. I've been out there being a shepherd. And when I'm taking care of these little sheep, if if a bear comes at me, if a lion comes at me, I've taken them down. So Goliath ain't got nothing on a bear. Goliath ain't got nothing on a lion. So bring it on. So David was looking at this scenario with the eyes and the posture of success where the Israelites who had all the gear, who were all prepared to go to war, they're sitting on the sidelines like, yo, we can't win. Like they were defeated before they even went to the war. Now, for you, those who know the story, you know that David, he does battle Goliath and he wins. And we'll talk about some other dynamics of that today. But today, I want us to focus on the posture in which we are going to war each day. And when I say to war, I'm talking about spiritual warfare. I'm talking about the stories that we have in our heads that won't even let us think that we could win, even when we are fully equipped. Latasha, okay, you talk about that a lot, but show me a real life application. No worries, let me tell you one. Have you ever met somebody that was in the same career field or the same business as you and they don't have an iota of education, but they are killing the game? And all you do from the sidelines, if we had to keep it real, what was the real stories that were too saved and sanctified to say out loud is, I wouldn't I wouldn't look at them like that. I wouldn't have those conversations, but you cannot tell me because I've been guilty and I am guilty probably right now. No, I am guilty right now. I look at my skill set and I'm like these Israelites. I'm like, I have the education. I have the experience. I have the knowledge. I have the ability to help people execute. I can help people get unstuck with any problem when it comes to business or your career, and I'm equipped for all of it. But Latasha, you're sitting on the sidelines. And then you see this other person that you're like, listen, they can't even articulate <laughs> the assessments that they're referencing. How in the world are they winning? There's like a, a person that pops into my brain right now. This person is killing it with the same tools that I have, but you know what they have? They have the confidence of David. Like, what, what am I gonna lose? So they're having success, not just because they're looking at their skill set. they're looking at like they wanna help people. And they recognize that if they don't help people, people can't get to the best level of where they are without their help. And even though they may not have all the fancy pants, education, tools, and experience, they're all out for serving. Is that you today? Am I alone? Maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm speaking to the crickets on the wall. Well, there are no crickets on the wall. I'll be jumping, screaming, running somewhere. But, but can somebody relate this morning where you are sitting here stuck in this situation that you're in with the answers like these israelites could have literally have gone to war because let me tell you what they they didn't know and i don't know if david knew i don't think any of them knew this there have been people who have studied the story of david and goliath right let me break this down from a scientific place or a medical place to the best of my ability 
Goliath was a giant, but he really was a mutation, meaning that Goliath would bully people and scream, but his vision was horrible. And he really was like, he was so big, he couldn't really, he wasn't like the ideal warrior. He was just big. Kind of like if you remember the wrestler, Andre the Giant, he was just big. So his presence intimidated people. And so there was two ways to, to go against this. Now, I don't think David or the Israelites knew this, but what David did know is, I know what I've done in the past. I know what God has done for me in the past. So if he has saved me from animals, when I would go to war for them to protect the, she the, she the sheep, why would God not allow me to go to battle with some somebody that that really in their brain wasn't as strong as what I've already conquered. So, so why am I bringing this up to you? I'm bringing this up to you because if you are sitting in a sinking ship, anybody sit? Well, you don't have to say that out loud. What's a sinking ship? A sinking ship is you're not having the success in areas that you feel that God called you to. And you're sitting there with the mindset of, the Israelites sitting on the sidelines. And so you're not having success because you're terrified of what you don't even realize you are equipped to win. Because what I now know is even though God ordained it for David to be the person to win the victory over Goliath, the Israelites, if they would have went to battle with Goliath and didn't let his words and his stature intimidate them, they could have won the battle too. Why? Because Goliath was this massive being that, that couldn't even keep up with the sophistication of, of a warrior that would have came at him. Why? He couldn't see very clearly. He If he, he walked, he couldn't, if, if you got close to him because he was so tall, his vision was so bad, he couldn't have seen you if you came at him like David did. And so my challenge to you and the question that I have for you is, where are you sitting in on the sidelines of your life being intimidated by the giants that you perceive to be ones that are killing it in the game? And it's not about competition of crushing the competition. Let me tell you why, because I believe that there is enough for everybody. I use the analogy often with people who are like, oh my gosh, well, I can't do this or I can't do that because there's a business on every corner or in my company, how will I stand out? It's a big company. How will they recognize me? It's not about that. It's about you understanding what God created you to do when it comes to your business or your occupation. Remembering how he has prepared you for such a time like this and then you need to have the confidence of David to say, whatever I have in my hands. See, when David went to war with Goliath or actually volunteered to go up against Goliath, they tried to put this armor on David that he wasn't equipped to wear. He was like, I don't need that to win. I ain't use that against the bear and the lion. I use these little pebbles and this slingshot. And that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to battle how God prepared me to go to battle. And I know I'm going to be all right because he's preserved me against the lion and the bear 
Today, he's going to preserve me against Goliath. And not only did he defeat Goliath, he like crushed Goliath and then cut his head off to be like, ah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a boss. So the perspective that I want us to take when we look at David and Goliath today is really asking ourselves, are we sitting on the sidelines of our success, both in any, any of the examples that I'm using, that I use it today, or are we sitting there saying, I'm going to be successful because I know that God created me for a purpose. I know that God has a plan for my life. I know that I can win this battle because I know in my weakness, he's made strong and he's going to equip me in real time how to go to war. And some things I don't even need to think about. You see, I think the Israelites, like I said, they were sitting there with analysis paralysis, like many of us may do, saying, <clears throat> Goliath is so big and I'm so small. And I think we need to remember our God is greater than our situations and our circumstances. And so we need to have the mindset of David. Now, I don't know if we're going to talk about the motivation tomorrow. I don't know what we're gonna, how we're gonna approach this tomorrow, but I do know we're gonna come out of the same text for tomorrow because I believe God is gonna have me studying David and Goliath for just a minute. And so if you're with us in the morning, you're gonna have to deal with it. You are. What I also realized is this is another part of this season with this pandemic and the pivot. You know, sometimes we're just overcomplicating things. Just do what you do. Just do what you do. Like, I, you know, I was asking myself, Latasha, why is this like get naked with God challenge being so much and it's so complicated? You know what I decided? I'm like, I'm just going to do what I do. I don't even know right now. I can't even tell you guys with 100 percent that there's going to be a fee other than you buying the book to join the challenge. Because right now I think I'm overthinking it. I'm meeting with my wise counsel later today or tomorrow so that we can officially launch because I am excited about I think it's powerful to spend time with God. And I think it's amazing when you really do intentionally pray on a specific thing and ask God to, to clarify stuff for you. But then the questions that we have to ask ourselves as we are heading and embarking on this challenge is like, where is my mindset? Am I coming up to the start line like a winner? Or am I coming up to a start line and I just, you know, retreat? You know, it would almost be, and I think this is the last example I'm going to use with you, is it would almost be as if you prepared for a marathon, right? You prepared for a marathon, and then there's some like little kid. This actually happened to one of my, it happened to my oldest daughter. There was a, a, a 5K that was happening when she had, was running for about a year. And when my daughter first started running, you know, the school she's at doesn't have like all these super coaches and everything, but she was like running for a year. And so she was going to do this, this 5k, right? And so the 5k that she was doing was adults and kids, but they didn't separate them. They just all ran. And so my little daughter, I feel like she has success or she had the mindset of David. All she wanted to do was win. And, and all three of my kids are competitive, which I don't know where they get that from because I'm not competitive, but anyways, she's competitive. And so she's running her race because that's the thing when you run distance, you're running your race. That's what the coaches will always tell you, run your race. So she's running her race. And right when she gets to the finish line, there's this older guy who had been training, right? Because he's older, he's all in shape and everything. He didn't see her. 
and she just took off sprinting and i was cracking up because she killed it like everybody at the finish line was like oh because at the time she was really really little and she like killed it i said no that's the mind of david she was running her race and she just defeated that person. She wasn't looking like, oh my gosh, there's a guy in front of me that looks like he's in really good shape and like shrank. She didn't. She ran a race. That's the difference between success and the sidelines. I really want you guys to take the mindset of David to run your race, to be successful and stop sitting on the sidelines like the Israelites when we get intimidated by situations and circumstances when we know that we are kids of the king. So I hope that this encourages you. I hope that you come back tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to be talking about as we talk about what we're learning from David. But today we're learning from David that we got to have the mindset of success and not sit on the sidelines. That's how we win. And when I say win, I mean win for Christ. And when we win for Christ, everything else will be given to you. Thank you, God, this morning. See, I think that's the thing with me. God blesses my illogical, but my obedience. That's what he does for me. So who knows what's going to happen as we're launching stuff next week. I'm excited about it. Um, I'm excited about God. And so I thank all of you who listen in each morning on the different platforms, especially my collaborators. Um, I really hope that you find value in this and that you continue to invite people in. My podcast listeners, tell people about the podcast Power to Choose um, as we continue to grow over there. It's the same message. It's just in a different modality. But hey, whatever floats your boat works for you. And you know what? I know I usually go with um, gospel songs, but the song that I had to hear this morning to really put me into the place, I was, I was singing a song to my friend yesterday. It's called High Hopes. High, High Hopes. I don't know who it's by, but anyways, it's a really good song. Let's see who it's by. Let's see if I can get it. It's by, no, that's, that can't be the person. Anyways, it's uh, it's a great song, but I love it. It's called, you had to have High, High Hopes, whatever. But anyways, have a great day. Love you guys so much. Thank you for joining. I'm going to put that in the comment, the High Hope song, so you can listen to it. I want to listen to it when I start my walk this morning. I think it's raining outside. I don't mind walking in the rain. It actually puts you in a different mindset. Have a great day. God bless. Dear God, we thank you so much for everyone who's joined us today, talking about David and his posture of being successful instead of sitting on the sidelines. Dear God, I pray that any situation that came up in their mind as I was sharing the story and the posture of David, who didn't even necessarily know the type of battle, but he knew who could help him win the battle. I pray that this motivates somebody who's sitting there on the sidelines, terrified as they're looking around and looking at others and looking at what they don't have instead of understanding who they do have. And dear God, I pray today that again, we get encouraged by the work that we have to do just today, that we can focus on today, God. And I praise you and I give you the praise and I love you, Lord. And I thank you for this amazing walk that I'm about to have. I thank you for anybody um, that is just going to go in today like a winner, knowing that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them and that no weapon formed against them shall prosper today. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, listen to that song, High High Hopes. Um, I feel like, can we do it? Can we do it? Here we go. Oh, I don't even have a speaker on. I would do it. Maybe I should. Maybe I won't even do that song. I'm getting trouble with, with face of the books. Have a great day. God bless. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>